Welcome back to Volume 1 of the ACE Audio Archive. I'm your host, Theron Stapp. The Archive is a quarterly audio journal consisting of personal narratives, stories, articles, and art by creators on the ACE spectrum. The goal of this show is to exhibit queer art by queer people and to share my love for the ACE community. Today's piece is by me, actually, so hi. I'm Theron. I am a podcaster and librarian living in the state of Rhode Island with my lovely wife, Hazel, and our cat. You already know how to get in touch with me. This is, for lack of a better word, my coming out story. Content warning in this episode for frank discussions of sex, masturbation, and trauma. It is probably not safe for work. I will put timestamps in the show notes in case you are sex repulsed or just can't deal with that today. This is called Turning Up the Volume. Let's start just by explaining me right now. While I use the words queer or ace to describe myself for simplicity, I identify as biromantic, which means that I experience romantic feelings for people regardless of their gender, and demisexual, which means that I have to have a deep connection with someone before I can be attracted to them sexually. Being ace is weird. In many ways, I have always known that I'm asexual, but it felt fake. Based on what little I knew about asexuality, it seemed like I couldn't love people and be ace. Like I had to be an automaton or otherwise devoid of emotion. I certainly didn't have the terminology to explain my sexuality until I was almost 30. So, let me take you on a journey. I learned very late what sex even was. Most people, having the sex talk with their parents clears up a few small things, maybe. My mom basically explained everything to me when I was 12 or so. I was pretty repulsed by the lesson. Some people seemed to think that was normal that I was still in the boys have cooties phase, but a couple people gave me very weird looks. They stick out in my memory, those moments of realizing I wasn't normal. I also didn't learn about masturbation until I was 14 or 15, when I read The Perks of Being a Wallflower. Important note here, I actually consider this a how society depicts women issue, not an ace one, because... Long before then, I knew that people with penises could pleasure themselves. So, like, asexuality is definitely the reason I didn't figure it out on my own. But the fact that I knew about jerking off and absolutely nothing about my own genitals is a horrifying societal reality. So, thank you forever, Stephen Chbosky, for that inclusive phrasing. When I was in school, I didn't date. That's complicated because I'm fat, so people weren't exactly clambering to date me, but I wasn't interested either. I didn't have crushes. My best friend's crushes and relationships were very interesting to me, like practically the center of my social world, but it wasn't something I did. It just wasn't for me. During this period in high school, I would actually refer to myself as asexual all the time, even joking that I reproduced by budding. But it's important to remember, I had no idea it was a real thing. I was trying to be edgy and cool. I was in high school, so without being attracted to folks, that was my only motivation. Thinking back, 
even though I have an absolutely silly number of crushes now, it makes sense that I didn't experience romantic attraction back then either. I always thought it was wild that people could want to date the folks they'd grown up with and seen at their worst in places like the bus and the cafeteria and gym class. But now I understand. They were horny. The pieces are falling into place. If you ask me how I didn't understand this very basic aspect of myself, didn't know that asexuality was real, I could tell you about how I graduated in a rural town in 2006. I was completely cut off from anything resembling queer culture, which is where I may have learned a little about it. I say even that dubiously. There was one out gay guy in my class of 180 students, and the only thing he talked about related to being gay was hooking up. And of course, I grew up knowing the internet is for porn. It's it's not where you go for good information about why you don't have crushes and don't want sex. And all of that is true. But the real answer is that basically nobody knows about asexuality. It is a secret sexuality accessible only through the third stage warp zone. It's not my fault, and it's not any ace person's fault if they don't figure it out until they're grown up. Each point on the ace spectrum has its own complications. Being biromantic and demi, my complication is the manner in which I fall for someone. When I was 19, I fell in love with Hazel, the woman who would eventually become my amazing wife. I fell for her hard and fast, and thinking back, it still sort of scares me. It was a very strange time in my life. I was deeply depressed. I spent so much time sleeping that I flunked out of school. And meanwhile, I was in this runaway online romance, where for the first time ever, I was thinking, oh, yeah, I want to have sex with this person. Our first time having sex was pretty traumatic for me. It was bad and painful. I didn't know what I was doing, and I didn't really have any instincts. I confided in my mom about it, and her advice was well-intentioned, but it just made me feel more broken and inadequate. Hayes was actually the only good part of it being understanding even in my own lack of clarity and the inability to admit I wasn't really ready for it. And then she flew home a day or two later. So, bad days. Eventually, when she moved in with me, sex started feeling better, but really the experience was never less weird and awkward. I always have anxiety, but sexual situations would just put it into overdrive. And it was so frustrating for me to not be able to turn off my anxiety and make love to my wife. I love Hazel with every fiber of my being, and I couldn't enjoy the thing I was told was supposed to be the epitome of expressing it. Every story I've told in this essay is about an experience that made me feel weird or maybe even alien. This one, though, just made me feel completely broken. And we lived like that for about seven years. So what changed? (sighs) Well, for one, Hazel came out as trans. Her decision to be authentic was a huge influence on me, and her doctor's discussion about attraction really opened some doors for me. So many things about Hazel coming into her femininity helped me realize that where I'd been thinking, women don't experience that. I should have been thinking, 
I don't experience that. It led to a lot of self-reflection and research that helped me understand that I was ace, that I could love someone romantically and not consistently be attracted to them. Otherwise, it boils down to finding representation. Most notably was the blog Arrow Ace in Your Face on Tumblr. I had certainly heard about asexuality by that point, but that blog was a huge deal for me. He wasn't just ace. He talked about romantic attraction as well. Is that a thing? And he was so loud and proud. It was revolutionary, and it was everything to me. It also helped that the blog was run by a fat guy. Seeing a fat person proud of who they are, knowing what they wanted, and just, like, crushing it is a big deal. And, really, that's why I'm making this show. I would like it if, someday, we can move asexuality out of that secret warp zone. I won't have any more people in their 20s and 30s and 40s sending me mildly panicked DMs saying, I think I might be ace, or I came out as ace and my partner is leaving me, or anything like that. I want people to have access to the information they need early and often. So, basically, if one loud ace could help me, then I'm going to turn up the volume as loud as I can. And until then, my DMs are open to anyone who is struggling or freaking out. You're going to be fine. Turning Up the Volume was written and performed by me, Theron Stapp, purveyor of fine podcasts. You can find me on Twitter at Explosive Runes or on Discord as Theron number 8500. I am very serious about being willing to talk to anyone who needs a queer friend to listen. The Ace Audio Archive is an Workzone production, hosted and compiled by me, Theron Stapp. If you'd like to submit something to the archive, I'm always looking for awesome stories, songs, and art. Or you can pitch an educational segment. Do you have a way with definitions or an awesome story to tell about Ace history? Consider submitting it. Check out bit.ly slash aceaudio for details, and never hesitate to drop me a line at theacearchive at gmail.com if you have questions. The deadline to be included in Volume 2 is April 1st, but submissions are always open. This show is made possible through the support of our wonderful patrons. You can pledge your support at patreon.com slash orgzone and get access to sweet bonus content for all of our shows. If that's not in the budget, the best way to support the show is by spreading the word on social media and leaving a review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you can. That's it for today. Remember to be good to each other. It's rough out there. Thank you.